letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Friday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include the retirement of a Minnesota Supreme Court justice and celebrating Juneteenth this weekend. But we'll begin with extensive coverage of a new scathing report from the U.S. Department of Justice today, laying out significant violations of citizens' rights and use of force by the Minneapolis Police Department. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland in a downtown Minneapolis press conference, along with his deputies from the Justice Department, revealing disturbing results of a scathing investigation into the Minneapolis Police Department in the wake of George Floyd's murder. The Department of Justice has concluded that there is reasonable cause to believe that the Minneapolis Police Department and the city of Minneapolis engaged in a pattern or practice of conduct that violates the First and Fourth Amendments of the United States Constitution. Garland making the announcement at the federal courthouse downtown, pointing out four areas where MPD was going wrong, including unlawful discrimination against blacks and Native Americans. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry. Thank you also for a report that is thoughtful, is deliberate, is objective, and is thorough. We are going to use these findings to better policing in the city of Minneapolis. The city of Minneapolis will enter into a dissent decree that recommends 28 remedial measures to help correct the problems. NPD Chief Brian O'Hara. It is our time to lead, to heal, rebuild, and create the kind of police department that every Minneapolis resident deserves. Know that the good people of the MPD are deeply committed to making it the best police department in the nation. But we will only be able to do that with the support of our entire community. And the investigation began the day after former MPD officer Derek Chauvin was convicted of second-degree murder in the May 2020 death of George Floyd. Department of Justice investigators went over body cam video, documents detailing use of force by MPD officers in incidents dating back several years. They also interviewed police personnel and members of the community. The consent decree includes 28 remedial measures to reform the MPD. Similar action has taken place at various police departments, including Ferguson, Missouri. Public safety there underwent a massive change. University of St. Thomas Law professor Mark Osler says the effects of a consent decree vary. You know, have the results been uniform? No, but they've generally been good. But here's the truth-telling aspect that I think is just as powerful bringing to the surface these facts that are rooted in data that are really damning about the way things have been going. Osler told WCCO's Adam Carter and Steve Simpson that the Justice Department really threw down the gauntlet about how toxic the culture has been in the Minneapolis Police Department. Al Shock, News Talk A30, WCCO. I'm Susie Jones reporting. Back in March of this year, the Minneapolis City Council approved an agreement with the state to revamp policing. The Minnesota Department of Human Rights issued a blistering report last year that said the department had engaged in a pattern of race discrimination for at least a decade. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry responded to the settlement and need for change back then. Well, I'll tell you what, this is a good thing for the city of Minneapolis. This is a good thing for the city of Minneapolis. That state settlement has three major themes, including an organizational and cultural change, revising and reinforcing clear protocols on use of force, and how the department performs searches and arrests. What do we want? Justice. Justice. When do we want it? Now. 
Community leaders and activists gathered in Minneapolis City Hall after the Department of Justice announced results of its investigation into the Minneapolis Police Department. Michelle Gross is president of Communities United Against Police Brutality and says Minneapolis community members played a big role in the DOJ's findings. We gathered 2,300 written experiences, we call them experiences, you could call them testimonies, of people's experiences with the Minneapolis police, and we submitted those both to the Department of Justice as well as to the Minnesota Department of Human Rights. Civil rights attorney Nakima Levy-Armstrong says there's still skepticism that actual changes will be made for the better. We have to continue to be vigilant. We have to continue to hold elected officials accountable. And if we have to continue to take to the streets, then that is what we must do. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. Minnesota Supreme Court Chief Justice Lori Gilday announcing she's planning to step down from her post and retire this fall. The 61-year-old telling judges and staff it's the right time to initiate a transition in leadership after making it through the pandemic-induced backlog of cases. Gilday was appointed to the bench in 2006 by former Governor Tim Pawlenty. Governor Walls releasing a statement thanking Chief Justice Gilday for her dedicated service to Minnesota, calling her a strong defender of the judicial branch who brings balance and thoughtfulness to her work each and every day. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. On Monday, Minnesota will officially recognize Juneteenth as a holiday. A big celebration was supposed to have taken place on the state capitol grounds, but the poor air quality forced the party inside, which did not damper the joy at all that was flowing in the capitol press room. Juneteenth is a time for celebration and reflection. Dr. Stephanie Barrage's chief equity officer for the state of Minnesota. Freedom can be our common bond and can be a bridge in communicating what your freedom story is, especially as we strive to be one Minnesota, the best state in the country for children to grow up in. Juneteenth marks the day the final enslaved African Americans learned they were free, a month after the Civil War officially ended. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. This is Laura Oaks. On this beautiful day, artists, musicians, and food vendors are preparing for the 28th annual Stone Arch Bridge Festival happening this weekend along the Mississippi River. Local artist Jory Kozel has been creating a sustainable woven art exhibition right behind the Mill City Museum. The piece is called Reflecting the River. It's this part is a rendering of the Mississippi and we're incorporating some pieces of artwork made by students who visited the museum in the last few months. The fun begins tomorrow near the riverfront area on West River Parkway. And finally today, a Minnesota Viking legend joined Chad Hartman on WCCO. Hall of Fame wide receiver Chris Carter spoke about the Department of Justice's findings in their investigation of Minneapolis police. Carter says the findings are nothing new to black athletes in Minnesota. Um, race should be part of the conversation in Minneapolis. Um, it's been a very, very racist city for 30 years. Um, we were informed by the people that run the Vikings. We were well educated on the police, where they are, what they're looking for, what they do to people, especially people of color, men of color. So I spent a lot of time, you know, in the neighborhood. The organization informed us from the time we were there. We as players informed the other players as far as what was going to to, to happen if you ran foul of the law. And we knew, and I've been knowing for a long time, when I saw George Floyd pinned on the ground, I knew exactly where he was, and I knew exactly the type of force that they would use on people and have been doing for years. So I'm glad they had an investigation. I'm glad the government had to get it right. 
And I hope a lot of white people around Minneapolis will stop being so damn naive now of the way that we have been treated for years. You shouldn't have been shocked by that. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsey Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.